Stand by for action. Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Miller. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy, and I want to welcome you to part two of this episode of the Unpleasant Blind Guy on EDL Radio. Now remember, if you want to contact me with comments, questions, show suggestions, awesome American suggestions, I'm available at UBG Contact on Twitter, or I can also be found as Dave Milner or Agador, that's A-G-G-E-D-O-R, on Mublet, the Tea Party Community, Spreely, Minds, MeWe, or Gab. Now let's begin. Yeah, um, what are you hearing from the ground about the situation in Iran? Uh, you know, you're more, you've, you've got more people that's involved who's on the ground. Uh, and I know it's a very dangerous situation for those people to um, to let anything out was going on because the regime being as as they are. But what are you hearing uh, from from the ground with your uh, sources? Uh, they're they're beyond furious they are beyond furious they are still protesting they are coming out in the streets they are coming out during the day at night in the universities they're protesting uh they're essentially putting their lives at risk um and and you have to admire their bravery of going up against this regime and they're and they're being beaten they're being killed they're being tortured um but nevertheless they're you know, chanting to the regime, you are our ISIS. Soleimani, the terrorist wow. that the U.S. government killed, is a, is a murderer. And they're saying death to the dictator, death to the supreme leader. They're calling for him to resign. They're essentially calling for regime change. And this is not, you know, our, our media in the West, unfortunately, has been the, the minimal coverage that they've been giving it. Uh, they've been saying, oh, these are student protesters that are upset uh, about the airliner that was shot down uh, by the Iranian government. These, are, these protests have, have minimal to do with that, you know, with that airline being shut, shot down. Yes, the folks are upset that you know, the regime killed those 170-plus people uh, with that missile it's at the uh, commercial airliner. But the protests are much wider. They're much wider. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I, as I said, uh, the 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 thing that I did see, which uh, our media is showing, is that people where before they used to tread all over the um, the the Israeli flag and the uh, the American flag, people was walking around, walking around it, refusing to walk on the flag and said they're not the USA is not our enemy, nor is Israel. You are, you know. This is what the message was, and I thought. How brave, how brave these people are, Carmel. You know, I Absolutely, it is remarkable. Um, but let me add a, a, a small preference, and, I, and I've been responding to a lot of people that have been posting on social media that video. Um, there are students at the uh, Beheshtia University in Tehran that are walking around the flags of America yeah. and Israel that are painted on the on the ground. But let me say this. This is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on 
for a number of years. It's unfortunate that our media in the U.S. and Europe and the West hasn't reported on it, but it's not a new phenomenon. Um, the younger people, the older people, those that have no gripe against America or Israel have been avoiding stepping on those flags that the regime has put um, you know, on the ground, painted on the ground or left on the ground for people to walk around. Uh, to walk over. So th this is not a new no, phenomenon, no, that, but it is, it is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, in all the presidents we've had over the time, there's only one president that's actually said, we stand with you, and, and uh, actually um, threatened uh, the, the, you know, um, the regime, don't kill the uh, protesters. Uh, and you see what your, uh, the President Trump said about it. So, and it's the first time uh, that we've actually, you know, had um, a, a president that's standing with the people. Well, it's not actually stand, but that word, what he's saying, it, it must raise the spirits of the good people in, in Iran. That, um, you know, you've got the, the, the President of the United States who's, who's behind you, who's there, and uh, is watching very, very closely what happens. Unfortunately, there's still been people being shot, though. Um, you know, um, this is the sad thing. This is what I heard. There was a, a few people who were shot a couple. Of, I think a couple of days ago, wasn't it, Carmel? You, you probably know more about it than me. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, there have been reports of uh, a number of people that have been shot, uh, killed. Um, a lot of the Internet has been shut down, so... Uh, getting some of the footage or getting some of the information has been sporadic um, in, in, in recent days. But, um, yes, the, the regime has gone forward. You know, nevertheless, they've ignored uh, the president's messages not to kill the, the, the protesters. They've gone ahead and done it regardless uh, because of their, their brutality. Um, this regime wants to hold on to power no matter what. They will go to any extent. Um, people typically do not recall what Soleimani, who was, you know, that terrorist leader that was executed, uh, was killed by the U.S. military. They don't recall what he said prior to him being killed. Um, when those protests started back in November, he went on the record in, uh, in the media over there, and he said, I am willing to kill myself and the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. We are willing to kill 20 million Iranians if that will prevent one tear from shedding from the eyes of the supreme leader. So this just shows you the extent of the brutality of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard that are loyal to the supreme leader and, and royal, loyal to the regime. They will go to any extent. I think, um, I think when he was taken down, this shook him up. I actually see the mullahs actually shedding tears. You know, shedding tears, actually crying, because this guy had been taken out. And actually, he shouldn't have been, wherever he was, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. It went against the um, the... the the, the law or something or other that uh, he's, he's not allowed to be anywhere else, but he, he was doing it. He was doing it flying quite freely. He didn't care. He thought he, he was untouchable, didn't he, Carmel? This guy yeah, thought he, he was he, untouchable. Yeah, he, he felt, indeed, he felt he was invincible. 
he felt that he was beyond reproach uh, because he had gotten away with, you know, all these nefarious terrorist actions for the last two decades, the different uh, administrations and uh, the Arab world, no one had really, you know, done anything. No one had opposed him. He thought he was invincible and, and untouchable. Um, I mean, he must have had literally, I don't know, you know, they talk about thousands, but it must have been hundreds of thousands of deaths on his hands. The, oh, he, absolutely. He must have been drenched uh, in blood of the, of the people that he had seen, you know, who, who then getting, uh, had him killed. Um, more than totally yeah, more than six hundred, more than six hundred U.S. soldiers uh, killed yes. as a result of Soleimani's involvement in Iraq. Thousands of U.S. soldiers injured uh, from roadside bombs and other attacks. Hundreds of thousands of Syrians during this bloodbath, yes. starting from 2011, uh, orchestrated uh, by large part from Soleimani uh, in Syria, Lebanon, Iraq. So. He had the blood of thousands of uh, Muslims, non-Muslims, uh, a devious, devious, nefarious person. And no one should be shedding a tear uh, of him being eliminated. And you saw Iranians celebrating. We, we find the Democrats were shedding tears quite openly about the president taking out this most evil person. Um, and it shows you of what the Democrats are really like, um, doesn't it? It's, it was embarrassed to hear them say these things. It was almost uh, as though they was a part of the regime themselves, the way some of them were talking. I don't know if you got that feeling, Carmel. It was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely. Um, I, I, was, I was shocked. Personally, I was very shocked. Uh, to see leaders and some members of the Democrat elected officials uh, actually opposing what happened. Um, I, I think it's a shame that they've taken this to political levels. This person uh, was committing crimes against humanity, and um, oh. all the world should stand up and, and applaud what happened. It, it, it should not you know, fall into this political... Uh, sphere and politi political bickering, and it, it is shameful that anyone uh, in the U.S. or in the free world would oppose him being taken out. Uh, there were a lot of pundits that said, oh, now the Iranian people are going to rally around the regime and this will backfire and whatnot, and that was bogus. That was completely bogus. Yeah. After the well, uh, Soleimani funeral, you saw people... Yeah, you saw people protesting uh, against the regime and and actually tearing up Soleimani's picture and setting his picture on fire in Iran. So uh, they had no yeah, love for him. One of the uh, one of his pictures being torn off the off the wall. Um, well, I think there was, there was another one, but they just showed you a little snippet of uh, one of these posters being ripped from the wall. And I thought, wow, you know. And I thought myself, the person who'd done it, I thought. You don't know the eyes of the world on you. I just hope you don't, you're not recognised. Do you know what I mean, Carmel? That's what I thought when I saw that. And God bless them for what they did. I mean, it's showing now that the world, that, um, you know, your great people are not putting up with it. And, and I, I know there's lots of, there's been a lot of bloodshed, and there probably will be 
continue to bloodshed until they, the regime does fall. It will fall. I, I, you know, I, I can't see a, a future for them. Now, it seems like Europe uh, is turning against the regime, especially with this, um, this nuclear deal. So, I mean, things are coming falling apart around them. Uh, but as I say, it's like, as you say, um, they're not going to give in without a fight, and it could be really quite nasty at the, the their end of their rule. Um, and I think you would agree with that, wouldn't you, Carmel? Absolutely. Um, you have a population of... Iran's total population is a little over 80 million. And wow. the vast majority of people in that country, I would say 75 to 80%, are under age 40. And they are looking at social Very media. Young, Exactly. Very they're the new oh, young generation. They're yeah, looking at yeah. the, you know, they're looking at the world, they're looking at social media and they're saying, why not us? Why can't we have these opportunities? Why can't we have these jobs? Our country has so much uh wealth as far as natural resources. Why are we being deprived of these economic opportunities and and also freedoms? And there is no way in hell for this regime, as brutal as it is, to stop this massive tidal wave of humanity demanding freedom. It, it is impossible. Um, it's even the if they, and, I, and, the world, and I hope it? they don't, yeah, I hope they don't, you know, slaughter uh, the masses, but uh, even yeah. if they do choose to do that, this regime cannot prevail. Just numerically, it would be impossible. God bless all those good people that are standing up against uh, this this regime um, of inhumanity. Um, as I say, in the end, evil evil never will prevail. Um, I've always I, I believe in that, and I'm sure you do. That in the end, through the through the the, the things that's happening with the bloodshed, uh, freedom has to be fought, and, and sometimes you have to shed your blood and uh, your life, you know, to sacrifice. Um, and that's what we're seeing. And, and you know, the, 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 the Persian people, and that's why I call it Persian, because you're an old race. It's an old race, isn't it, you know? Um, and, and they're proud. And I, I would say, you know, we, if I was a younger man and, uh, and I was, had more business here, I, I would like to join in the fight and, uh, um, and to, to help in whatever way I could. Um, the the people because you know they 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 are you know in my eyes I I'm very very proud of what they're doing because it, we live in a in in a world where there's so much evil exists but there's good people stands up and it doesn't matter you know no matter what happens to them they they're going to fight against the evil out there and that's what we're seeing uh, but uh, Carmel. I've got Dave here, and I know he's been sitting very quietly. I'm sure he's got a few questions to ask you. And it's so good to hear your voice again, though, Carmel. It's always my good pleasure. To Thank you for having me. And and let me just Hi, say Dave. that the fact that you're speaking about this and supporting those protesters uh, is tremendous. Uh, it, it is something that they they are grateful to. And even though you may oh, not be physically with them. Uh, the fact that you're raising awareness about their condition and their plight, I think, is uh, applauded by them and appreciated. 
Oh, well, bless you. I mean, we'll do. We will always be talking about the plight of uh, what's going on in, in Iran, and that's why it's so good. We, we're so glad to have you join us because you've really, um, you know, what's going on out there, and you give us so much information. I, I hope you'll be a regular. Um, you know, a regular guest to the show because you, you're a pretty awesome gentleman in your own rights, with your your own journalistic rights, etc. Or what you've been doing. But let me, can I pass it over to Dave? Um, and because I've been, I've been taking up all this time, and, and Dave's got so many questions he's got to ask you. But as I say, so good to have you join us tonight. I know you're a busy man as well, uh, Carmel, but uh, good to have you here, brother. God bless you. Thank you. Dave. Hi, Carmel. Yes, right, Carmel. Now, um, <laughs> let, me, let me dial this back just a bit here. Uh, you and Jeff discussed quite a bit. Um, in in the Hearts and Minds Department, because as you know only too well, the call it Western media or whatever you want to call it over here has painted one picture of Iran, and then there's then there's the truth. And one of the one of the memes, let's say, one of the uh, um, one of the things that they've said about about the Iranian people is that they they do not want any interference from the outside world at all. I'm talking about the people, not the regime. They don't want any interference from the outside world at all. Um, they think President Trump is a war criminal. Uh, they hate President Trump. They hate Americans. They hate people from the UK um, and things of that nature. And they just—they're just protesting over gas prices and, and, of course, the plane being shot down and things of that nature. But underlying it, they still fully support the mullahs, and uh, they are—they uh, are—they have absolutely no patience for the West or any interference at all, particularly from President Trump, uh, who they see as Satan. Now, how much of that is real and how much of that is, is uh, as you put it uh, so rightly, bogus? Um, I, I think that the uh, vast majority of the U.S. and European Western media um, have been reporting basically bogus information about the people in Iran uh, they've been parroting what the regime has been feeding them. Uh, it is shameful. It is not journalism. Uh, I've been a reporter for 30 years, for 20 years, and there's something called objectivity and facts. And I have seen none of that from any of the major, you know, news media. There, there are a few that have been reporting some accurate stories, but the vast majority have not. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, we can't trust them. We can't trust uh, our U.S. media, unfortunately, European media, uh, because they're in bed with the regime. Um, you just need to look at what the people in Iran are saying. Go on social media. Look at the videos. Look at uh, their statements. Look at their actions. They're tearing up pictures of Soleimani. They're tearing up pictures of the supreme leader. Um, they're refusing to walk over the flags of Israel and America. They are sending thousands of messages through social media thanking President Trump for supporting them. 
thanking President Trump for taking out Soleimani. Uh, they are posting pictures of cakes and cookies and pastries with notes on them wow. saying, thank you, President Trump, for taking out Soleimani. He was our murderer. You are seeing them chanting in the streets, America is not our enemy. Our enemy is here in Iran. So I look at, you know, what's on the ground as opposed to what our media is, quote, unquote, reporting. Um, I think an important fact that a lot of Americans and Europeans do not realize is when any Western media goes to Iran, before they go to Iran, they need to get special visas. The Iranian intelligence ministry must vet, quote-unquote, vet any foreign reporters before they are given a visa. They are certainly not going to give a visa to any U.S. or foreign media that are not going to be sympathetic to them, that are not going to toe their line. So you had NBC, ABC, CNN, these other vast number of other media outlets uh, going to Iran and parroting what the regime is saying. And when they do get there, the regime gives them a handler and the regime gives them a translator. How can any of that reporting be unbiased? How can any of that reporting be objective? How can we give any credibility when the Iranian regime is basically controlling what those Western or U.S. media outlets are reporting? And those reporters, shame on them. Shame on them for going to Iran. And even if they aren't, you know, even if they are going to Iran, shame on them for not adding a comment afterwards saying, hey, we were restricted. We went into Iran to get their side of the story, but we were restricted. We were prohibited from talking to certain people, or we had handlers. They didn't say any of that during the Soleimani uh, funeral, and they just parroted the regime's there, talking point. Shills, shills for the regime? Sorry about that, Dave. Shilling for the regime. That's who absolutely. they are, those uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So people need to take, in, take into consideration that even U.S. and Western media that go into Iran are being uh, either pressured to report a certain way that the regime wants or are complicit and just parroting what the regime says. Because you know if they don't, if they are objective and, and give the true facts, they'll never be allowed back into Iran. So this what, is my problem this, with the Western media's coverage. I hope you don't mind that. Uh, we, there was a reporter that was on the ground when um, Iran fired those missiles. I think it's 12 missiles that they fired. And they, the, the guy that was there said he'd been told that over 30, 30 um, military, American troops have been killed. And it was untrue. It was untrue. It's what he was told by them. And it was unfounded. So uh, this guy needs to lose his job. I mean, because he was just being uh, a propagandist. That's the word, isn't it, Carmel? A propagandist for the regime. Absolutely. Most definitely. And unfortunately, there isn't anyone in our media 
or, you know, in the public sphere, elected officials that are calling out their outrageous coverage. Um, those of us uh, journalists in the Iranian community here in the U.S. who know what this regime is about and how they control um, all aspects of life in Iran know this. Um, we're trying to get out the message that, you know, um, they're being manipulated. Our U.S. media is being manipulated uh, either willingly or uh, unwillingly. Um, I just wish that there was someone that would stand up and say, hey, you know what, we went into Iran, we covered what the regime allowed us to cover, but as a side note, this is what, you know, we were prohibited from reporting when they came out. But none of them did, and it's, it's shameful. It well, is, part of that. And, and you being a journalist okay. yourself, uh, you must feel, you know, that, 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 that their reporting on things isn't what journalists, that, what you learn as a journalist yourself, you know, to be truthful about things. They've been told to lie, and they're doing it willingly, aren't they, Carmel? That's what they're doing. They're doing it willingly. You could see it in the Soleimani coverage. Uh, they all clamored to go to Iran and cover that uh, spectacle. It was a shameful propaganda media spectacle, uh, all aspects of it. They tried to project this image uh, that the majority of the people in Iran loved Soleimani and supposedly um, were sorry for you know his loss. Uh, it was a sham. It, it was a show. Yeah. Uh, the people of Iran was, were in reality I mean, opposed to Most him. of us, are, we, we're pretty savvy, aren't we, Carmel? Um, you know, we, we know that was a sham. It was put on, it was especially put on the display to show the wider world how much people cared about this person. And it was just there that they was paid to do what they were doing. By the regime, wasn't it? These people were paid to do that. You know, I mean, many were, most people yeah, like Many you, were paid. Many were paid, some were uh, regime supporters, some were under duress. Yeah. Uh, you didn't hear yeah. from the Western media reporting on that sham funeral that a lot of people were threatened. They said, if you do not, the regime's thugs went to their homes and businesses and said, if you do not go out and protest and mourn, publicly mourn, you will be executed or imprisoned or your family members will be, you know, put uh, under some, you know, evil actions. Also, you didn't hear uh, the reports of Iraqis and Syrians and uh, Afghans who were Shiite. They were bussed in from, you know, thousands of miles away into Tehran for this spectacle. Wow, I didn't, hear that. I didn't know this, Carmel. Thank you this for that This is something that the media did not... I didn't know yeah, that. This is something the, something the media did not report. But, you know, I know of this and... You know, those that are in contact with the protesters and folks on the ground in Iran know this. They saw these buses rolling into the capital, Tehran, wow. with a bunch of foreigners, Afghans and Iraqis and Syrians coming out and being, you know, given flags and marched out. And, and there was another, yet another group of people that they, you know, they're hungry. They're just hungry, starving people, and the regime said, if you come out and publicly mourn for Soleimani, we'll give you a free meal, a free drink, um, you know, we'll fill your bellies. Well, of course those people oh, wow. are going to come. 
but you, 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 you didn't I mean, hear any of that. You didn't, you you didn't hear any of that in the media. information about those people being busted. As I, I don't know, if Dave, did you know this? I didn't know that people was being busted. in. Thank you, Carmel, because we didn't know that. And that is it for this time. Next time, part three. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. The Unpleasant Blind Guy is copyright 2020. Anno Domini. Now for Dave's Canes. Extras that help you navigate the new media world. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her housecoat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. This is Shannon Wright of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us, fall season. Getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff. News and food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff. But wait, Mike's coming, I gotta go. Remember, Shannon and Mike in the AM on SHR Media, Monday through Thursday, seven to nine AM. Make sure you tune in. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't. BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon, only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast, as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong.
It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network.